Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, hello, everybody. Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, or maybe you're watching on the ESPN Montana app, no matter how you're tuning in. Thanks so much for being here. Nuan is now your one-stop shop for all things sports and pop culture every day around the Treasure State right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as on statewide TV, of course, and all the way around the planet Earth on that ESPN Missoula app. Ton to get to today. I am Coulter Nuanas. We are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio, Northwest Motorsport. New to Missoula, new to Montana. Go check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can visit online to check out that inventory at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. A little schedule uh, revisal here. Um, we had planned on, well, actually we hadn't really planned on, we, we, it was up in the air when our great friend, coach Marty, Marty Mornaweg was going to come uh, in studio with us. He's going to bring his son, Sky, who is a burgeoning offensive coordinator in the business. He has spent the last couple of years at a top tier division two school in Texas, but is now the offensive coordinator at Columbia. So very cool into the uh, Ivy league. And uh, I mean, just still in his twenties. So again, that's probably going to be a star in the coaching business, just like his pops was. And still is Marty Mornaweg hosted his quarterback camp uh, this last weekend. So he and Sky will join us in studio about five o'clock tomorrow. So very much looking forward to seeing uh, Morningweg squared. We have never had double the dose of the Morningwegs in here, so that'll be fun to have Coach Marty and Sky in here tomorrow. So today we kind of reshuffled some things. Yesterday we got to yapping about 
the incoming transfers at the University of Montana, uh, four of them from the Power Five ranks. A.J. Abbott, a quarterback from Oregon. Chris Walker, an offensive lineman from Nebraska. Nico Ramos, a kicker from Cal. And uh, Wyatt Wagner, a linebacker from Iowa. Plus, Andrew Trevilian, a uh, cornerback out of San Diego Mesa Junior College. All confirmed as at least committed to transfer to the University of Montana. So that sort of overshadowed our conversation all about uh, the NFL. So we'll get to that uh, here in hour number two rather than talking to the morning wags. And uh, we're also going to pair that Camp Marty interview with the man himself with Pat Duchesne, Florence High School quarterback, senior to be. Talked to Pat right before this show. So he will join us. We'll play that one for you. Uh, tomorrow as well. So today, though, a fun lineup for you, including a breakdown of the Big Sky Conference hoop schedules. Big news for the Grizzlies in non-conference. Last week, the news was uh, the conference scheduling being released for men's and women's hoops. And the Grizz announced a big non-conference, or at least they haven't officially announced, but the uh, the scoop is out there. Montana will play at Gonzaga on December 20th. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Grizzlies getting a little regional game against a, a really an unparalleled mid-major power in the West. Uh, so that'll be fun. And about 4.30, a fun guest, Taco Dollar. He's the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, a multiple-time All-State selection for the Billings West High School Bears, the latest in a uh, what has now become a hotbed for recruiting Vertically challenged, lightning fast inside receivers. Billings has had three of them in the last couple years. And uh, Taco Dollar headed to Montana State on a scholarship. So that'll be fun to catch up with him about 4.30. And then we also have our uh, Treasure State Stars. Featuring some of the best uh, performances from across the state of Montana. So, of course, Big Sky Conference conversation. Of course, NFL conversation. Some of your Tuesday staples with Tagliari Tuesday and our Treasure State Stars, plus a senior spotlight with Taco Dowler, and uh, a whole lot of fun. That's our show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any real estate questions you might have in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Speaking of the senior spotlight, Taco Dowler joining us later on this week. Also have some texts in to a couple other athletes. So we'll keep on rolling through the senior spotlight. Uh, I know it kind of seems like the page is turning because fall sports, like their practice seasons, like fall camp specifically for football, uh, they'll open here in, in the next couple of weeks. So it's kind of like the seniors-to-be will officially become seniors, and the seniors of last year will officially have been graduated for a couple months. But we're going to still keep highlighting some of the best from this last graduating class uh, all the way up probably until about mid-August because that's the time when a lot of these kids are going on to college. They're going on to the Division One ranks. So they'll uh, they're kind of um, – they'll be occupied, uh, to say the least, and uh, – so it'll just be fun to catch up with as many as we can until they turn the chapter and become uh, collegiate athletes. Uh, public service announcement, no show Friday. I got a wedding up in the Flathead. I know, poor me. Uh, it'll be fun to be up there at the lake for a couple days. Uh, actually crazy because we're, we're closing in near the end of July already, which is rather depressing. <laughs> but uh, haven't I've been up to the Flathead once uh, for my golf magazine trip. 
And by the way, my laptop's been in the shop, but as you see on TV now and on the app, we uh, we got it back rolling. Um, so my golf magazine story, that, that'll be completed by the end of the week, at least I hope. Wishful thinking. Writer's block is uh, is accentuated by the sunshine. Let's, <laughs> let's just say that. It's hard to convince yourself to sit down and write in the evenings until after the sun goes down, and that's not till 10 o'clock, and by this point, I'm ready for bed. So uh, that, that uh, story's on the way, but I haven't had a chance to go up to Flathead Lake yet this summer for uh, any recreational purposes other than, you know, golfing there and whitefish. So, um be fun to be up there, Flathead. We will then be on the road. No show Friday. Be on the road on Monday. The Big Sky kickoff media conference in Spokane, Washington uh, takes place on Monday. So we'll be doing the show live from over there. Tommy uh, will be sitting behind the glass. Andrew will be accompanying me to Spokane. Uh, so the uh, the official, <laughs> I'll just steal their word, kickoff of football season uh, begins uh, next Monday, so be fun to uh, come to you live from Spokane and uh, have a ton of interviews for you. Certainly, Bobby Houck, Brent Vegan, uh, likely one or both of the Grizz and Bobcat representatives that will be there uh, at the uh, the kickoff. So I uh, always look forward to it. It's a, it's a great launching point into the season, and uh, so we're excited to be there. Also, you can always stream the show, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. You'll find the stream. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, text us, 406-888-1029. You can call us, too, but, I mean, it seems like that's a an antiquated art these days. Most of you out there are just trying to text each other all the time. So text us, 888-1029. Because it's Tag Tuesday, here's what we're going to do. Obviously, inter- any interaction is going to get you in on these contests because we just like talking to you, hearing from you, all that stuff. But uh, I start today by telling you uh, about a new thing I found. And it's not new to the world. It's just new to me. My first trial at it. Uh, our great friend Carolyn, Chicka Doesn't Know Sports, who, by the way, we'll hear from on Thursday. So looking forward to that. Uh, she's been sending me some pretty funny links. This is what she's researching her story. She'll always send me links. I always tell her just to save it. Save it for the segment. And uh, I try to not really research these things that she's going to talk about just because it just makes the the comedy even at a higher level. But she has been talking about all this hot yoga. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm at a new part of my life where you know, I used to be just big, big into weightlifting, just trying to push weight, be as strong as possible. I mean, I don't know. I'm a lineman. What do you want me to do? And then I kind of fell out of that. I just kind of got disinterested in it, which is sad because it was such a, a fun and, and, you know, I mean, healthy part of my life. And uh, been trying some new fitness stuff. You know, I always love walking down by the river, hiking, all that stuff. You know, I love golfing. Um, but I've been doing some spin classes. That, that served me okay. But I, I really want to get the flexibility dialed. So I've been really interested in this hot yoga that Carol has been going to. And uh, gave her a whirl today. Uh I'm a really, I'm a really a hot body temperature person, and uh, it, it, it's it's an issue enough that like people in my life, like my brother and and uh, my lady friend and uh, my sister in law, you know, they all know just how hot I get, and so they were all telling me, "Don't go, don't go. You're gonna hate it. You're gonna you're gonna die. You're gonna melt." And it, I mean, the hot part wasn't that bad. It was actually incredibly cleansing, and it was a great. Uh, Mental and physical challenge, and uh, I have to say, uh, 
I will be back for sure. I, I'm not going to give any uh, undue endorsements here in terms of specific places, but it, it was a it was a good pursuit. That leads me to ask you though, what are you doing uh, out there to to better your life? What do you like to do to stay active? There's all sorts of so that's the one of the best parts about living in Missoula. Whether you just want to walk downtown every night, you know, go get some grub down at a food truck or something, or you love hiking, fishing, rafting, swimming. What I mean, there's so much cool stuff you can get into, especially in the summer uh, in Montana and the winter too. I mean, skiing, cross country skiing, snowshoeing, all that stuff. So, what have you been up to? How are you staying active? Text us 406 888 1029. That'll get you entered. To win a $25 gift card to Taglieri Deli. And uh, we'll pick a winner about 445. So stay tuned. Uh, Tag Tuesday, as it always is. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. And it looks like we are back on SWX. So uh, thank you to whoever switched us on. Uh, It was actually funny, though, because they were playing the segment about Camp Marty, Coach Marty's camp. (laughs) So uh, it. If you went from that to this, that's what we've been talking about all week so far anyways. So uh, I guess great segue, but thanks to getting us back up on the uh, the tube. I had the uh, great pleasure of attending the Goo Goo Dolls concert at the Kettle House Amphitheater. I left with several impressions. First, I've always kind of liked the Goo Goo Dolls. You know, they're pretty good. Uh, you know, I told the story yesterday about kind of learning about them when I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, 12 years old. And, you know, they're kind of a pop rock band. They sing some 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 ballads, you know, some slow songs. And when you're 12, you love the slow song because you have the middle school dance, the Y dance. You, know, you go slow dance with the girl, you know. it's you, you got that move in the bag by the time you're 12. Probably don't have many other dance moves in the bag. But you, you can, you know, put the hands on the hips, sway a little bit, all that. And so I had some nostalgic thoughts about the Goo Goo Dolls. But I always thought when I was a kid and as an adult – they have such a weird name, and when you see them, you're like, it's just a weird name. Why? If they would have named themselves something different, it, they could have been even had a greater destiny, which, by the way, their destiny was great because they are certainly an unbelievably uh, polished and talented group live. Uh, I was very impressed with their musicianship. I thought Johnny Resnick's showmanship, their lead singer, uh, was phenomenal. They're the band where, like, you know their five most famous songs, but then, like, their next ten you also know those songs. You just didn't know it was them. So it was a fun night. I mean, I went in with no expectations. Again, not like a crazy super fan. Definitely knew that I would know the words to three or four songs, you know. Of course, their huge hit, Iris, which was, you know, like number one in the country for probably, I mean, so long back in 1998 when City of Angels came out. But it was a great night down there at the uh, the Kettlehouse Amphitheater. And I always got to re-shout out. Our guy, Robert Chase, who's the program director over there at the trail. First of all, congratulations to those guys at the trail. They cleaned up at Best of Missoula. Uh, 103.3 Montana's Quality Rock named Missoula's favorite radio station. I believe, I think this is 17 years in a row. And if I'm not mistaken, the trail's only been around for 17 years. So they're basically undefeated when it comes to Missoula's favorite radio station. So that's pretty good. Uh, That's pretty fun. Uh, Mike Smith, our afternoon guy over there at the trail, he was named my favorite radio personality uh, in Missoula. And Tommy Evans got some other Best of Missoula accolades as well. So a great job by the trail. Uh, any and every time you ever want to change the channel, just switch it up right up there. One notch above us here at 1029, uh, 103.3, the trail Montana's Quality Rock. Also stay tuned tonight 
6 p.m. The new show, Tommy Evans, who moonlights as the producer around here, also the head engineer here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. And now our, our uh, I, sh- I can't say new, I guess our, our returning uh, evening guy on the trail now. Two Tommy was on in the evenings, then he wasn't, and now he is. So any night, you can always hear Tommy's fun tracks over there on the trail, but also tune into the new show, Tuesdays, 6 to 7 p.m. there on the trail, 103.3. Had to check out uh, Tommy Evans. What a British Open this last week. We didn't even touch on it yesterday. Uh, I was playing golf all weekend. I told you I wasn't going to bore uh, you with my golf stories because, you know, golf stories like fishing stories. Either the guys that saw them or the guys that missed them are the only ones that will care. The only story I will tell you uh, from the Country Club member guest tournament that I played in this last year, or this last week, I should say, uh, Mark Frickle, our playing partner on um, Saturday, the final day of the tournament, on hole 12 uh, at the Country Club, a par three. I think it was playing about 125. He got it. Not It wasn't just an ace, and an ace in itself is unbelievable. A hole in one is a, a crazy thing. I'd never seen one in real life. But he got not only an ace, but a one hopper, square into the cup. Unbelievable. That made it, though, because I was on the golf course all weekend. Again, oh, poor me. <laughs> but it made it tough for me to follow the British Open. My, one of my new things when I'm golfing is I'm trying to stay off my phone as much as I can. Golf's really hard. It takes a lot of focus. And, uh, you know, when you're texting about work or getting emails or what, or following the British Open, I don't know. Maybe following a golf tournament wouldn't be as distracting, but I've been trying to not be on my phone. So I didn't follow the British Open as well I would have liked to. But I was able to see the, the last five or six holes on Sunday, and uh, what a performance all the way around. Um, Cam Smith walks away the champion. He it has such an opportunity now here to be uh, such a cult hero in the golf world. He's got the funny mullet. He's kind of got the, the uh, don't-give-a-care personality. There's all the memes going around of Cam Smith, you know, drinking out of the Claridge. How many how many beers uh, f- f- uh, finished or fits in the Claridge jug? <laughs> also, text in uh, from one of our buddies and our uh, one of our loyal listeners around here. He says, "I, I got to make sure I share that I finished 22nd out of 24th." <laughs> In our British Open pool. I know I did, man. I I was going to pick Rory McIlroy. I didn't. And uh, that was the wrong decision because Cameron Smith ran away with it, but Rory was pressing him a lot. We're going to get to Rory here in a minute because I read a great Twitter thread about Rory McIlroy, and uh, I, th- I thought it was pertinent. I thought it was actually a, uh, a good um, lesson for us all. But the thing that killed me in this was several of my guys just flat missing the cut. I mean, I'd, I had to take a plus 17 for Louis Oosthuizen because he went 71-74 to miss the cut. Will Zaltoris finished minus 8, and I maybe would have been a little bit closer to being in the mix, but I had to take that plus 17. I mean, I, I would have been minus 30, which still was nowhere close to being anywhere. I mean, I would have been in 15th instead of 22nd, so... I had Bryson DeChambeau, Xander Shoffley. I picked Shoffley because he had won the week before. Is it Will Zalatoris, who's been playing well in majors, and, and Louis Eustace. And so kind of rolled the dice, actually delineated away from 
my seemingly almost always picks of Dustin Johnson and uh, Rory McIlroy. And uh, if I would have got Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy, I would have been doing a lot better. The winner in our pool had Cameron Young, the champion, who finished 19-under. Rory McIlroy finished 18-under. DJ, who finished 13-under. And then Shane Lowry, who finished 9-under. Uh, but it was a great British Open victory. And uh, Rory McIlroy was the, the early leader... Uh, in the in the British Open, and ended up again not taking it home. But I wanted to share this this thread. I, I follow golf heavily. I know that golf has certainly become a way more popular. Um, I know this. It's probably maybe not quite mainstream. I shouldn't say not mainstream, but but maybe maybe I'm a, more obsessed with it than a lot of you out there. But I do think there's a lot of great lessons to be learned from golf. And I just think there's so many fun players and personalities to follow along with. This is a great thread about Rory McIlroy that I wanted to share. This is from Middle Tom Morris. I don't really know what Tom's um, whole deal is, but it's a really good one. He retweeted a Kevin Van Valkenburg tweet. That's how I found my way to this thread. But Tom Morris says... I think there's a lot of heartbreak we experience when Rory McIlroy does not live up to our own expectations, and it's a harsh reality that he's not the same person that he was when he was 24. This further confirms the common human experience that we cannot chase the past. Rory is not the same person he was in 2011 through 2014. He's older, wiser, more human, more relatable, more easy to root for, but that doesn't make him better at the sport. He's a less hyper-competitive, psychotic killer than it takes to be a generationally dominant player like Tiger Woods was. And that's probably good for him as a person. He has a wife. He has a wife now to cry to about his heartbreak. A team of people to lean on about the after the disappointments of his failures, a legion of fans that absolutely adore him. But this version of Rory is also a different player. In the eight years since he last won a major, he's had 17 top tens in majors. Unbelievable. But of those top 10, or of those 17 top tens, he's only had a realistic chance to win four of those. And that's sort of been the formula for Rory. Show a flash on Thursday or Friday. Go low or have a bad day, excuse me, have a bad day on Saturday and then go low and work your way back up into the top 10. You know, shoot a 64 on Sunday to go from 24th to 4th, but he hasn't actually been in the mix except for at the 2018 Masters, the 2018 Open, the 2021 U.S. Open, and this year's uh, British Open. In those four events, his final round average score was 71-75. He made a combined 11 bogeys or worse in those final rounds. And when under the gun, he led up. This version of Rory is absolutely a good guy, but he is not the guy anymore. This goes all the way to say, just to remind people of the lesson, uh, this is so incredibly, incredibly disheartening because it's a shared human experience in trying to merge a past version of ourselves with a mutually exclusive present version that has grown into something new. And that's why this is good. And it's, it's just such an interesting take. And I think about this in the scope of life, the arc of life, you know, success and uh, notoriety and all these things, you know, it's all in passing. And sometimes becoming a better person makes you less obsessed with uh, your pursuits. And I think that that's been true for a lot of great athletes and, and maybe true for Rory McIlroy. All that said, 17 top tens in majors is pretty darn impressive. And so it's hard to feel bad uh, for a guy like that. Nuad is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Uh, I had a couple other 
around the wide world of sports stuff to touch on. But I want to get into this Big Sky Hoops conversation, and then we'll probably roll it into uh, the next hour as well. Probably get back around to it to about 5.30. Uh, but the Big Sky Conference rolled out their men's and women's basketball schedules last um, last week. I guess maybe it was two weeks. It, it's within the last couple weeks. Um, and Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN, as well as uh, contributing writer at Skyline Sports, he wrote a great article, which you can find, uh, SkylineSportsMT.com, about some of the best games to look for uh, in this upcoming conference hoop season. I know it's several months away, uh, but still fun to talk about, especially during the summer. And uh, then it reminded me to circle back around to this discussion because yesterday, a big piece of scheduling news. The University of Montana men's basketball team will play at Gonzaga. So the, the women for both Montana and Montana State have figured out a way to make it work with Gonzaga playing uh, even some home-and-homes. Gonzaga has come to Bozeman and Missoula in women's hoops. That's not a reality in men's hoops, and we'll tell you why in a minute. But the Grizz versus Gonzaga is a a, a matchup that makes sense just because they're three hours away from each other. But also, uh, what an opportunity for the Grizz because Gonzaga has been the cream of the crop in the West in hoops for the last handful of years. Uh, they were always everybody's favorite Cinderella, everybody's darling. Then they became uh, an unlikely powerhouse, and now they're just a flat juggernaut. And now they're they're so good that there's this conversation of, is Gonzaga chokers in the tournament? Because they're getting one seeds and entering NCAA tournaments with two and three losses and multiple NBA players. And so it seems as if they, they're almost not living up to expectations by winning national championships, even though they've been to multiple Final Fours and an NCAA title game in which they just unfortunately ran into a Baylor team that was just bigger and stronger than they were. But all that said, this is going to be a great experience for the Grizzlies. Um, and just kind of a feather in their cap because Montana's basically played, uh, they played a ton of Power 5 teams under Travis DeCure. And oftentimes the games are just so ugly because of the physical mismatch, even though the Grizz are such a physical team. Uh, but I don't know what I think of the actual matchup here. I mean, the Grizz are certainly going to be at a, a steep advantage in this game, but it's cool for the program uh, to be able to get this uh, rolling, to be able to get this um, on the schedule. So, uh, Andrew, when this broke yesterday, uh, what did you think of this? What do you think of Montana's opportunity here to go play one of the, the best teams in the West uh, this upcoming December? Well, it's exciting. We've seen the Grizz play, uh, you know, plenty of Power 5 teams in the in the non-conference. They make a point of doing that. We haven't seen them play a, a team like this, and it, it is nice to also... You know, I, I think it's even another step above, you know, they went and played can- at Kansas when I was yep. in college. Um this has a little bit of the local aspect, too. Do you think, I, I mean, I know they use it in recruiting. How much of an impact can it have in recruiting? I mean, do you think that's a good thing? To, even if you're, go, I mean, they got smoked when they played at Kansas. I mean, most people do. But do you think it is a, a lure for recruits to be able to tell them, like, hey, since Coach DeCure's been here, we've played Oregon, Pitt, you know, Kansas, now Gonzaga. I mean, they, they've played a lot of of the top programs in the country uh, under Coach DeCure. Is is it a recruiting draw? I think it definitely doesn't hurt. Uh, I'm not sure how, how much of a recruiting draw it is. I mean, I guess it sort of depends on, on the kid. I mean, there are going to be kids who look at it as, 
a chance to prove themselves against, against some, some of the best teams in the country. There are going to be kids who are going to look at it simply as a cool experience, but there are also going to be kids who are sort of like, eh, you know, that doesn't really have have much to do with me and the player that I can become at Montana, you know. But I don't, you know, I don't think it's bad. For sure, uh, it, it should be uh, interesting. So. That'll be fun. Montana at Gonzaga, uh, December 20th. Once the rest of the schedules are solidified, we will uh, we'll let you know. But, Andrew, uh, how about some of the games that you highlighted? You had kind of a cool format on SkylineSportsMT.com. You can go check out his whole deal. And uh, not, to, not to deter you from going there, please do. Go check it out. Um, but what popped to you when, when you first looked at the schedule? Because uh, I know that you were kind of – uh, chopped with a bit to write something about this because there was some some fun things to think about in the league. It should be an interesting league this year, both men's and women's. Yeah, it's a great way just for me to frame it up in my mind what I'm thinking about the league this year here in the early goings, like looking at what teams have certain players coming back. Well, when I'm doing that, I mean, I'm trying to think of the games that I'm trying to watch to either go to uh, here or in Bozeman or to make sure that I catch on ESPN Plus because I think, you know, these teams will be good matchups for each other. Um, so that was really helpful for me, and that's sort of why I wrote it. Uh, in in terms of the the big games, I mean, I think we'll see a lot of Montana and Montana State in the big games this year. That's what really jumped out to me. It seems to be the way things are going. I, I think that there's a lot that goes into that. I also told you why I was going to tell you that the Gonzaga-Montana game is uh, – it's not going to be reciprocated because there has been home and homes uh, for the the women, but not on the men's side. It's just they just don't have the money to buy it, and Gonzaga would just never do that because Gonzaga has done a better job of any school uh, probably out there in going to these non-conference invitational gatherings and uh, also just playing dynamite non-conference schedules to fortify their resumes before they go inevitably run through uh, the Mountain West Conference. So that's what I what I was mentioning that for. It is fun and cool, though, that Montana, Montana State will be involved in uh, a lot of the big games in both men's and women's basketball. I think the, the hype behind the Lady Grizz is um, interesting, justified, and uh, it makes them fun for sure. And uh, I think that Montana State has a lot to prove in, on both sides as the defending tournament champions. And uh, I think that... Uh, the men Grizz have a chance for sort of a, a rebirth, a, a, a renewal of sorts. So we'll talk more Big Sky Conference basketball scheduling in hour number two. But right now we got to get out, and uh, we'll be right back. The Montana Gatorade Football Player of the Year, Taco Dallar. He's headed to Montana State, recent graduate of Billings West High School. He'll join us next here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here on ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is 
that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Fun night last night out there at the Kettlehouse Amphitheater. I've only been to a couple shows uh, in which it was totally sold out. Uh, but last night, the Goo Goo Dolls was, and uh, Johnny Resnick and the boys, very entertaining. They uh, they kept alluding to the fact that that show was booked and those tickets went on sale back in 2019. They pointed to the pit at uh, a young person and it was like, you were probably 15 when you bought these tickets, and now you're probably in college. And uh, that is a scenario that is possible <laughs> because it was so long. Uh, so it was cool to see the Google Dolls rocket there. Uh, great show, a great venue there at the Kettlehouse Amphitheater as well. Um, sounds like we're going to have to uh, take a little postpone uh, with Taco Dollar. Sounds like he has a uh, he's got a meeting here. Uh, he said he's going to let us know when he's uh, we ready, but he just texted me, so I will uh, I'll forward that number along to you, Andrew, and. Uh, we will hear from the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in uh, in short order, uh, but in the meantime, a continued conversation about um, Big Sky Conference basketball is a fun schedule, uh, and Andrew did a good job sort of laying out the schedule. It's always fun, Andrew, when you sort of look at this, because I think we are so focused on the Montana teams, you know, as a statewide radio and television show here. So we know you know, day by day, week by week, month by month, what the rosters for the Cats, Grizz, Lady Grizz all look like. So we can kind of evaluate them against their former selves and against each other kind of. But I always find oftentimes when you go through the the league and you're doing stories like this one you just did for Skyline Sports, you you sometimes are like, oh, that team's going to be good. Oh, that team's got these guys back. That team's going to be pretty good. I had one that just popped in my head just when I was scrolling this, just from a picture on here. But uh, any teams on the men's or women's side, the Big Sky Conference and hoops that you're like, oh, okay, I remember. Uh, they got they got some people coming back. Maybe something that I don't want to say is going to be the surprise team, but where you're like, oh, that's right, that guy and that guy and that guy still have eligibility left. Uh, they're probably going to be pretty salty. Well, it was nice to have a reminder that Dalen Koontz is back for Northern Colorado for one. Um, and this is a guy who was the leading scorer in the league a year ago, former Colorado transfer, uh, flirted with going pro, put his name in the NBA draft, but didn't hire an agent. So that leaves the door open to come back to come back to school um, and, you know, eventually dropped out of the NBA draft, come back, didn't go in the portal either. He's going to be back at Northern Colorado. He's going to be a, a big name and, a, and a, going to have a big year this year um, on the women's side. You know, interesting to look at what Idaho has coming back. Uh, just a reminder that, again, Beyonce B is still on that roster. Um, former, you know, she was the preseason MVP, I believe, a year ago. Um, and just, you know, we'll see how they build around her. But I think those are two two players who sort of fell under the radar a little bit last year because their teams didn't uh, didn't win much. Or didn't didn't win the whole thing at the end. The Northern Colorado men were pretty good, but I I like those two. 
Funny Dalen Coon story. I told this on the golf course this weekend. I can't remember if I told it on this show or not, but it's a, it's a pretty simple one, but a pretty funny one. Dalen Coon scored 30-plus points in, in Missoula last year. He went off. He was he was really, really good. He is really, really good. I mean, he's, he's the best scorer in the league. I think it's actually not really even close. And the Grizz were really good at holding down some of the best scorers in the league last year, not so much with Dalen Coons. So I went to interview him after Northern Colorado won in Missoula. And... Uh, the coaches' locker rooms right across the hall from the visitors' locker room. So the assistant coaches were in there with Steve Smiley. Smiley had gone in to talk to the team, but the assistants were on the other side. And so when they came out, I, I just said to one of them, I said, hey, coach, can you help me uh, track down Dalen Kuntz? Uh, can you just tell him that I'd like to interview him? And he's like, the guy goes, who, who the hell are you? And I was like, I, I'm just uh, I'm a local reporter. I, uh, I'm a sports writer and radio guy. Um, just trying to get a couple quotes for my story for, for uh, after the game. And he's like, you got a press pass? And I was like, yeah, I got a press pass. It says ESPN Missoula and Scout and Sports Out. He's like, okay. He's like, I'm just making sure you're not a, a scout or somebody that's trying to poach him. He's like, we're thinking he's wants to go on the, the transfer portal, so we don't want him to go on the transfer portal. And I was like, I swear, I'm not I'm not recruiting him. So that is a, sp- a jolt in the arm, though. That's all to say. That's a shot in the arm for Northern Colorado because when you got a dude – who puts up 22 a game in the big sky and he's got a year of eligibility remaining. And it's this like super senior scenario where you have free transfers and all, all this different stuff that we've never seen before. I think there was sort of this, I don't want to say like prediction, but let's just say it, 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 there was a, there was a real opportunity or a real uh, scenario in which Dalen Kuntz wasn't at Northern Colorado this year for a variety of reasons. And he is. So that's like, that's unfortunately for these college coaches, that's what the recruiting has become. That's right. And that's why, I mean, we're talking generally about players here, a player or two coming back for these teams. A lot of these teams between graduation and the transfer portal, it's really difficult for them to return a core of players. Another team that did that actually with the, the second leading score in the league behind Jalen Coons last year, Jalen Cones back at Northern Arizona, and they've also brought back a bunch of players from off a team that uh, was not very good last year. But in terms of their returning experience, they might have the highest level of that in the league. They weren't very good at winning last year. Well, I, I think they that, fit- that's, the, that's why they play the games. No, so. I, I totally agree. Here's what I saw with Northern Colorado, though. First of all, they came into Missoula and won, and that sort of propelled them, and they were... They were competitive down the stretch. I believe that they ended up with only six league wins, but I think they got four. Them and Sac State both played well the last part of the season, whereas like Montana can't say that, even though Montana had a couple more league wins. I mean, Montana lost to Northern Arizona at home last year and was worse at the end of the year than Northern Arizona was. So, you know, NAU was – they they were okay last year, but I agree. That was my team – that I thought, because I saw a picture of Jalen Cohn and Carson Touts, and I thought, oh, that's a pretty good combo. And uh, they always seem to be able to find, you know, a shooter, the Luka Dolovich, Nick Maines type guy, Steve Sir from back in the day. NAU's always had uh, a good spot-up shooter. And uh, I think it really just comes down to, because I do think Shane Burkhardt's a pretty good in-game coach, too. I just think they're one of those teams where, they had so much volatility within their coaching staff and on their roster because Jack Murphy was just a that kind of a, a guy, that kind of a coach, that kind of a recruiter. And then when he left, that was also a huge deal. And they had a bunch of guys coming and going. If they can just find some stability and learn how to win, they could be, I don't know, 
don't know if it's a contender is the right word, but they could be more competitive this year. They could be much improved. Yeah, no doubt. And that's why, I mean, that's one of those are, that's one of my favorite games on the schedule. And that's why I had I have the Northern Arizona at Sac State game in, in early January there on the schedule. It's just like, I don't know if it's going to be a great game, but both, those are both teams that I have some real questions about. Just what are they going to look like? What is their level going to be this year? So that's one of the games that I'm most looking forward to, certainly on the men's side. Because if you watch that, you'll come out of that game with a better understanding of, of both these teams. And Northern Arizona has Nick Maines back as well. Um, you know, I just... My thing with them is sort of the Jalen Cohn thing. He's he's a great player. He's a, he's a small point guard. He's not terribly efficient. So it's like, what what's the ceiling of their team going to be with him? And maybe he looks great this year. That's why I want to watch Northern Arizona early in the conference schedule so I can get a handle on them. No, I was down ESPN Radio... SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. Thanks for kicking it with us here on your Tuesday. What are you doing to make your life better? What are you doing to stay active? You can golfing, fishing, hiking, walking on the river, tough mudding, st- softball. What are you doing to get outside? Spartan races, distance running, ultra running, marathon running, 5K running, CrossFit, yoga in the park. I did hot yoga today. That's why I got this uh, this itch to hear what all you guys are doing to to get it tight or uh, tune it up or whatever you might be working on. Text us. That's going to get you entered in to win some Tagliari Deli. Tagliari Tuesday plus our Treasure State Stars right after this. Text us, though, 406-888-1029. What have you been up to? What are you doing to stay active? 888-1029. That will get you entered in to win some Tagliari Deli. Triple eight one zero two nine. We will choose a winner in about ten minutes, and we'll also give you the best of the best of the week from around the Treasure State. Treasure State Stars next here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio. One two three. Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Basically, this week the playlists are presented by uh, sixth grade Coulter. <laughs> Welcome back, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television uh, kicked it at the Google Dolls last night, so then I started listening to some Stroke Nine, and uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of other stuff that's uh, hearkening back to the uh, the '90s uh, when you're a, a preteen and you hear that Titanic is three and a half hours long, and you're sitting there thinking, "Yes," because now I can go to a movie with a girl for three and a half, four hours. Bring it on. Mom and dad can't bug you. You're at the theater. <laughs> so funny. Thinking about what it was like being a kid. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. It's not burning up as much as maybe uh, it was earlier this week, but it's going to get hot again. It could be under the, about 90 by the time this show's over, though. So uh, enjoy it while it lasts. It's always fleeting. It's a Tuesday, so that means it's a Tagliari Tuesday. We got $25 gift card. To Tagliari Deli, located there at the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, next to the roundabout. You got about 10 minutes left. Keep the texts coming in. What have you been doing this summer to stay active? Swimming in the lake? Wading in the river? Hiking on the mountain? Riding your bike on the trail? Fishing? Jogging? Golfing? Whatever. Text us. Let us know. What have you been up to? sort of activity have you been doing uh, and uh, 
whatever one we like best or whatever one we like most or whatever one we get last. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll choose one of you, though. $25 gift card to Tag Larry Deli. Tag has a awesome sandwich selection. That's what keeps you coming back for more. They also have an awesome meat and cheese section and a delightful selection of old country wines, plus oils and noodles and all sorts of pastas. And uh, It's like a little Italian market. Love those guys down there. So if you want to win some Tagliari, text us, 406-888-1029. Tagliari Tuesday, each Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. It's time for our Treasure State Stars, which we also do each Tuesday. Highlighting some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. And I think that uh, this guy, he's going to have the record of Treasure State Stars appearances by the time his career at Montana State is all said and done. And uh, I think that he's going to be hard to catch because he's just, he's in the news all the time. He's the premier cross-country runner at the collegiate level in the state of Montana. He is one of the premier indoor distance runners in the Big Sky Conference. He is the the premier steeplechase runner in the United States of America, or probably one of two or three uh, at the collegiate and just period. He is certainly the best steeplechase runner uh, in the state of Montana. And he just keeps on smashing records and adding to what I would argue is one of the greatest individual calendar years by a Montana runner ever. It's Duncan Hamilton. He leads off our Treasure State Stars. He set the Montana mile record again, four minutes and 4.83 seconds. He broke his previous record from last year of 406.23. And uh, Hamilton, that was part of an event that helped get kicked off the Big Sky State games. But Duncan Hamilton now, back-to-back Montana mile championships, back-to-back Montana mile records. Not entirely relevant, but did you see the steeplechase at the World Championships? I did not. Duncan Hamilton finished fourth at the United States Track and Field Championships. That's not collegiate. That's the the World Championship qualifier. And so he was just one spot off Team USA, so he didn't get to go to Worlds, but that allowed him to run in this. But the World Championships are going on right now in Eugene, Oregon. My uncle Chris is actually there. Yeah, he lives in Astoria, uh, but he was like, he was texting me about this. He's like, well, don't you think this would be a cool event to go to? I was like, yes, this would be a like cool bucket event. bucket list, man. Yeah, so cool to go to. Uh, so, no, I did not see what happened. Uh, a photographer who was trying to shoot, like, the women's long jump backed his way onto the track while the steeplechase was going, and the entire field had to run around this guy in the middle of the track during the middle of the steeplechase race, which I know it's the race with all the obstacles in it. That's an unplanned obstacle for you. Didn't hit anybody when he re- when he realized he was not where he was supposed to be. The guy just froze, so everybody ran around him. But uh, what a crazy scene! <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, all those circumstances led to a great debut for the Big Sky State Games, which by the time it's all said and done, will have featured thirty five thousand different athletes. So this is an, a statewide literally event uh, that draws so many people uh, from around the state and around the region. So Duncan Hamilton got the Big Sky State Games kicked off with those that Montana mile record. Our second Treasure State star is Sydney Littlelight. She was projected as the potential favorite in this thing, and she got that done. She's a hardened native, a uh, competitor at Rocky Mountain College in Billings, one of the great distance runners at the NAI level, and Littlelight ran 5 minutes, .43 seconds, and uh, that was able to hold off Missoula Hellgate's Sage Brooks. She's now of Syracuse. 
but a Missoula Hellgate uh, product. And uh, Becca Rickman, who was the defending champion in this, a All-American in Montana Tech, she warmed up for the race, uh, but elected to not participate because of a lingering injury. So uh, bummer for her, but uh, those are our first two. Treasure State Stars of the Week. Keep those texts coming in, 406-888-1029. Treasure State Star number three, Jason Newman and the Missoula Paddleheads. Newman is quite the story right now. He's hitting over 400. He's slugging over 850. He's got an on-base percentage of nearly one out of two. I think his on-base percentage is like 489. He's hit 20 bombs in 40 games. He's got 130-plus extra bases in those 40 games. He's got 12 different games with multiple extra base hits. The guys turned the cover off the ball. The Paddleheads are tearing the cover off the ball. 30 hits and 21 runs on Sunday by the Missoula Paddleheads to clinch the first half title in the Pioneer League North. Uh, so the Paddleheads now uh, into the postseason once again. They were the first half, second half, and postseason champions in the Pioneer League last year. And uh, they'll have an opportunity for that again because they are now officially the first-half champions um, and into the postseason once again. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Treasure State star number five. How about a couple of uh, veteran TV guys from the Magic City, guys that have both been very good to me, guys that I have collaborated with in the past on a variety of different things, and uh, guys that people around the state of Montana will certainly Miss seeing on their television sets every night. Uh, I saw this uh, over the weekend, an article on Scott Breen of uh, of Billings there, who's been doing it for 30-plus years, and we honored him at the Montana uh, Broadcasters Association this last year. And Chris Byers of right here on SWX Montana, ABC Fox, uh, Color 8 there in Billings. He was also honored at the Montana Broadcasters Association Awards. Chris is also on the board of directors with me at the Montana Football Hall of Fame. He does a great job putting together our little 90-second video snippets about um, our inductees every year. So congratulations to both those guys. Uh, I've gotten to know Chris in recent years more better by working at, uh, in the uh, with the Hall of Fame. And, and I've only myself become a quote-unquote broadcaster these last handful of years. So that sort of tied me in. But when I first moved back to Montana back in 2011, I used to have a Bobcat post-game show uh, when I was working at the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. And uh, Ted Dawson was the host, but we also did it with Richie Melby, uh, who's moved on from the business, at least for now, and uh, Scott Breen. So that's how I got to know Scott as well. So congratulations to those guys. the contributions that they've had to Montana sports in general have been uh, numerous, and uh, they are both going to be very missed, and I think we're going to miss them even more once we know that they're they're not on the television all the time. But two pros, pros, and uh, guys that have done so many stories, and uh, I think I probably watch those guys more than they know. But thanks for, for always being so cool and so kind to me. Uh, a couple more Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union of uh, Western Montana, one of the easiest places to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. How about Cameron Basie? She is a Bozeman High product and currently at Montana State playing for her mother, Brittany Basie. She started her, her uh, golf career at Weber State, but uh, former Bo- Bozeman High grad, she's the 
Montana State Am champion for women's golf this year. So congratulations to her. Uh, the State Am for men is coming up this upcoming weekend, so we'll have updates on that as well. But Cameron Basie, still a college student and the State Am champion. So if she sticks around Montana, she could have a rain on that. Uh, but she's going to have to hold off a couple of her, her former uh, high school teammates as well, though, because um, Bozeman High has a bona fide dynasty. Here's the way that it finished at the State Am. Cameron Basie was first, Samantha Gates was second, and uh, Casanova was third. So you had three Bozeman High grads, one, two, three. So pretty good high school uh, golf program there uh, for the Hawks. Treasure State star number eight, our final Treasure State star guy that's uh, – Unbelievably memorable figure in the state of Montana. It's Dave Dickinson. Uh, he was the guest coach at Coach Marty's camp uh, here this last weekend. Very cool for him uh, to be here. And very cool for those kids to experience Dave. And uh, quite a recruiting coup by Coach Marty, getting Dave down here from Canada during the uh, the CFL season. But it was good to see the legend of the fall. And uh, I know it was a great experience for those kids to get to learn from him uh, as well. One more for you. Sure. Uh, Billing Central's Brock, Brock Bladder. Oh, okay. I saw your Twitter alert, but I didn't get a chance to actually read your full tweet. So um, t- tell us what's the uh, the latest on Brock. Uh, picked today by the Chicago Cubs in the uh, third day, 19th round of the Major League Let's Baseball go. draft. Slated to go to Alabama, right? Committed to Alabama. Yeah. He pitched in that new... I mean, 19th uh, round pick is high, right? Is not that, anymore. You only get not, 20 rounds now. Uh, because of the, the, the affiliates, there's way less affiliated teams. And I, that's I, why that's he right. went so low is because he's got a pretty firm commitment to Alabama. I, I expect we'll still see him at Alabama. Uh, but still a pretty good historical note, right-handed pitcher, uh, big guy, first draft pick from a Montana high school since Gage Hins in 2014 to the Pirates out of Billings wow. West. So it's been nearly a decade. So congrats to, to Brock. Huh. Interesting. Well, cool for him. Uh, I have an assignment for you, Andrew. Uh, let's get Brock Bladder on our senior spotlight. Sounds fun. Sounds like a good one for you. Let's do it. Great. Uh, Barack Blatter. Well, as soon as we get a hold of him, well, he'll be featured here on Nuanas Now. I had him on the list anyways, but uh, now that he's been drafted, up and coming, uh, we'll uh, we'll have that for you sooner than later. Boom. That's 5 o'clock, so that means no more... Te- well, you can keep on texting, but uh, done with the entries for the Tagliari Tuesday. We'll give you a winner at the top of the hour. We will also talk NFL at the top of the hour and uh, maybe some Major League Baseball home run derby with the All-Star Game tonight. is now, hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Keep it right here, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 